Aloha and welcome everyone to another episode of the Ohana Podcast. Once again, my name is Lima and I am your host. Thank you so much for tuning in on this episode. Really appreciate your support of, of my podcast, but also your support of the Scattered Abroad Network. Please consider listening to all the different podcasts that we have available on the network. Uh, we do this to be a source of encouragement to all of you. And if you have any questions about the network, if you have any questions about you know spiritual matters, please reach us. Uh, uh, at the contact information available on our website, the Scattered Abroad uh, Network uh, website. We have an enemy that we are fighting as the theme of our podcast this year is the war on our Ohana. And in this episode, episode number two, I want to highlight what the devil wants in our marriages, right? What the devil wants in our marriages, or another way to put it is what Satan wants in your marriage, in my marriage. There are certain things that he wants to exist because those things will lead to us failing in marriage because those things will lead to us you know, uh, uh, breaking up our marriage, divorcing uh, our, our spouses, things that would lead us away from God and the way God meant for the institution of marriage to be. And so Satan will try and do anything uh, to keep us away from God's will. And I want to highlight for us some of the things that, that Satan wants in our marriage. And if, if you are not married and you're listening to this podcast, you're listening to this lesson, I don't want you to think, oh, okay, I'm not married, and so um, this podcast is irrelevant to me. Well, don't, don't think that, right? Because what we're talking about, when we talk about marriage, this is something that God gifted to mankind. It was God's gift for all of mankind, because this is how... We perpetuate the human race. Uh, this is where we utilize the beauty of the bodies that God has given us, the creation of our bodies and the functions of our bodies. A lot of the blessings that we get to enjoy in this life in regards to our physical body are in marriage. You think about sex and companionship. Those are wonderful things in life meant only for the marriage relationship. And so don't think that a talk about marriage is, is something that doesn't apply to you as an individual or someone who is single. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 13 and verse 4, let marriage be held in honor among all. Notice the Holy Spirit does say, doesn't say let marriage be honorable among the married, right? Everyone should honor marriage because marriage is God's institution. And it's one of the things that the devil has attacked since the beginning. Right after God married Adam and Eve, the devil showed up and undermined the leadership of the man. Have you ever thought about that? That 
that he went to Eve instead of Adam? How how dare Satan go to, uh, he crossed this boundary of marriage and he tries to convince the wife, the woman, and deceive the woman instead of going to the head of the household. That's that's Satan. That's what he does. He wants to undermine marriage. He wants to cross the boundaries of marriage and try to ruin marriage. I think about when God showed up, God didn't go to Eve. See, there's an order there in marriage. God made the man to be the spiritual leader. And so God didn't go to the woman. He said, Adam, where are you? He didn't say, Eve, where are you, Eve? He looked for the head in the marriage. And so, but I want to highlight in Hebrews 13 and verse 4, let marriage be held in honor among all. Everyone benefits from God's institution of marriage. And it's important for everyone, married or single, to know what the devil is doing to ruin marriages left and right. Jesus, when when the scribes and the Pharisees came to Jesus, they came testing Jesus. They came with impure motives, and they came and asked Jesus a question. You know, the law said this, that, that, that you know, Moses gave this law and about divorce, and so they asked him the question, can a man divorce his wife or put away his wife or, or his, his spouse for any reason? And I want us to pay attention to what Jesus uh, to what Jesus said to them in Matthew 19 and verse 4 through 6. The Bible says that he answered and said to them, Have you not read that he who made them at the beginning made them male and female? Let me pause here. Marriage, as God defines it, is between a male and a female. It's between man and and woman. Let me clarify it even more. It's between one man and one woman for life. Continuing the text in, in, in Matthew 19, and said, for this reason, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife. Once you are married, you're no longer under daddy's roof. You're no longer under mama's roof. You have now started your own family. That is top priority. You know, so many marriages don't work in 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 it, it don't work mainly because of the interference from mothers and fathers from the in-laws. When they interfere, it causes problems. So many people I hear complain about their mother-in-law. So many people I hear complain about their father-in-law or some in-law interference in their marriage. We have to understand that once you're married, this is an important principle. Leave and cleave. This does not mean you be disrespectful for you, to your father and mother. This does not mean that you don't care for your father and mother. But this absolutely means that you are now on your own. Dad's your daughter is married to her husband. You get out of their business. Mothers, your son is married to their wife. You get out of their business. Stop interfering in their marriage. That's so important to know. God instituted a man and a woman. They live together. That they are independent. That they are their relationship does not depend or rely on their father and their mother. The whole point, the text says, 
For this reason, once you are married, man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife. And the last part is, and the two shall become one flesh. Now, Jesus is asking a question here, but the main, the former quote here comes from Genesis chapter 2. And that's the goal of marriage. The goal of marriage is to be one. It's for man and his wife to be in harmony, to be one. Right? And then Jesus said this, So then they are no longer two but one flesh. Therefore what God has joined together, let not man separate. Notice who joins the man and the wife. The man and the woman, I should say. It is God who joins the man and the woman in marriage. But notice what Satan has done. You look around the world around us, right? You, you go back to 2015, June. Uh, I believe it was June 26, 2015, when the Supreme Court decided to you know, to to make uh, same-sex marriage a thing or legal in the United States. That's what Satan does. You see, Satan, he undermines God's will. And so when it comes to marriage, what has Satan done? He has, he has deceived so many to believe that a man can marry another man and that be called a marriage. That a woman can marry another woman and that be called a marriage. Or, or a man and multiple women or a woman and multiple men. And all the abominations of different relationships that are out there. That's what Satan does. And if you don't think that the devil has waged war on marriage... As God defined it, and very, and that He is interested in in waging war on your marriage. If you don't think that happens, you need to wake up, because it has happened. So many marriages end left and right. So many view marriage as like something that you can just walk away from. But it's not very serious. I'll just divorce her and marry another woman. Divorce her if I don't like her. Marry someone else or vice versa. People view marriage in such uh, 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 a minuscule way, in such a way that, that they forget that this is God's institution. And so I want us to remember this before we get to what Satan wants in our marriage. I want us to remember this. Since God is the creator of marriage. And marriage originated from God. If your marriage does not have God in it. If husband you are not uh, 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 in a deep relationship with the father in heaven. If wife if you are not committed to Christ and following God. If both of you are not doing this, then your marriage will fail. Yeah, you can live together for 40, 50, 60 plus years. But your marriage will not come close to what God intended marriage to be. And so I want us to look at 
what the devil wants in the marriage. And really, my my approach here is, is sort of like reverse psychology because I believe my audience, I believe I'm preaching to the choir, and I believe a lot of you can can research some things that are good, some things that you should do to benefit your marriage. As a matter of fact, a lot of the preaching on marriage uh, tends to focus on what the wife should do and what the husband should do. And and so my approach to this matter is 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 uh is is with the hope that that there is somewhat a version of reverse psychology here that if I if I align uh, what you are doing with the devil like like by saying that this is what Satan wants you to do go do this right and, and I hope that by doing that that there's that effect of reverse psychology on you that that you might realize wow i'm doing this i should not do this to my spouse that's really my goal here hence the approach instead of me telling you what god wants for your marriage there are a lot of great lessons out there i want to tell you what the devil wants in your marriage open your bibles to ephesians chapter 5 in verse 22 to verse 24, this is what the Bible says. Wives, submit to your own husbands as to the Lord, for the husband is the head of the wife, as also Christ is the head of the church, and he is the Savior of the body. Therefore, just as the church is subject to the to Christ, so let the wives be to their own husbands in everything. Open your Bibles to 1 Peter 3 and verse 1 and 6. I will read that too before I, I offer to you some thoughts here. Wives, likewise, be submissive to your own husbands, that even if some do not obey the word, they, without a word, may be won by the conduct of their wives when they observe your chaste conduct accompanied by fear. Do not let your adornment be merely outward, arranging the hair, wearing gold, or putting on fine apparel. Rather, let it be the hidden person of the heart with the incorruptible beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which is very precious in the sight of God. For in this manner, in former times, the holy women who trusted in God also adorned themselves being submissive to their own husbands, as Sarah obeyed Abraham, calling him Lord, whose daughters you are, if you do good and are not afraid with any terror. In Peter's penmanship, as he's led by the Holy Spirit, he wrote these words, Wife, likewise, be submissive to your own husbands. And then another of God's servant had already doubled down on this in the Apostle Paul. Wives, submit to your own husbands as to the Lord. Now, that's what God wants. Here's what Satan wants. Satan wants this. Wives, listen up. Uh, listen up, wives. Wives, be disrespectful. Do that. Right? You do that. Satan will be so proud of you. You might be wondering, how can I do that? How can I be disrespectful to my husband? Undermine every decision that he makes. 
You know, if he says, hey, we, we got to start praying every evening. We, we need to start praying to God. You tell him, I don't have time for prayer. And I don't think we should try and, and, and pray. Well, you don't even pray at all. So you're a hypocrite. We shouldn't do that. All right. Undermine his every decision. Right. Find also find ways to embarrass him publicly. Find ways to embarrass him. You know, uh, um, belittle him in front of your children. If you have children, undermine your husband's decision before your children. When 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 he says to his kids, to your children, when he says, "Hey, so and so, you need to start doing this." By all means, in, interfere and say, no, 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 you don't need to do that, right? Don't listen to your dad. Do that. Because that's exactly what Satan wants in your marriage. Be disrespectful. Show him who is boss. Show him that you do not back down from a fight. Have that attitude. Right? Don't don't be humble. Don't be chaste. Don't be a good a, a good and, and quiet spirited woman. Don't don't be mindful of him. Let him have it. Don't care about the public or, or, or maybe people that are around. Embarrass him. That's exactly what the devil wants you to do. Do that. And you will fail. In your marriage. You know how many men out there. Complain about. Feeling disrespected. You know how many men out there feel like. The wife or their wife. Doesn't appreciate the things. They do. That a wife would, would do something like. Well. So what if you work? That's what you're supposed to do anyway. Don't even thank your husband for working hard. Don't even congratulate your husband when he gets a promotion. When he does something right, don't make it a big deal. right? As a matter of fact, keep a record. He may be doing it good this today or tomorrow or the next day, but... If he slips up, by all means, let him have it. All those previous days were just a lie. He, he wasn't serious. Don't honor him. And you will succeed in ruining your marriage. And you will succeed in being a disobedient child. Of God. Let's remember that what we just read from the scriptures is what God wants. I don't care if the world says, you know, if the world of feminists says, well, well that's toxic. Or be submissive to your husband. Wow, he's controlling you. Don't let the world. Make you undermine God. Don't let the world make you look at things that God has commanded for you to do as a wife. Don't make the world make you think that what God has commanded for you to do is optional. 
that you should only do those things if he is behaving himself. All right, how about that? Quick pro quo. Hey, if you do this, then I will respect you. Mm. Do that. And you'll be and you'll be successful in ruining your marriage. Satan wants the wives to be disrespectful to their husband, to have no gratitude for their husband. To have no honor for their head. To embarrass him. To belittle him. To undermine his every decision. Now let me flip the scripts here. Because I know I was talking to the wives. But in a marriage, there are two who, in a marriage. Husbands, listen up. Husbands, Satan wants you to be selfish. Satan wants you to be selfish. You know, I've been married 12 years. And and um, I have learned throughout our marriage that I do have some selfish traits. That I do have, uh, from time to time, Make selfish decisions. And instead of thinking about the benefit of my wife or the benefit of my family, all I think about is myself. And that's what Satan wants. Notice what the Bible says in Ephesians 5, verse 25 to 33. The Bible says, Husbands, love your wives just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for her that he might sanctify and cleanse her with the washing of water by the word, that he might present her to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that she should be holy and without blemish. So husbands ought to love their own wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. For no one ever hated his own flesh, but nourishes it and cherishes it, just as the Lord does the church. For we are members of his body, of his flesh, and of his bones. For this reason, a man shall leave, leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. This is a great mystery, but I speak concerning Christ and the church. Nevertheless, let each one of you in particular so love his own wife as himself. And let the wife see that she respects her husband. I want to read 1 Peter 3 and verse 7 to go along with this text. Because this is, these are the instructions that God, through the penmanship of Paul and Peter, that God wants men to do in their marriage, right? And so 1 Peter 3 and verse 7, the Bible says, Husbands, likewise, dwell with them with understanding giving honor to the wife as the weaker vessel, as being heirs together of the grace of life, that your prayers may not be hindered. You know what Satan wants from us husbands? Satan wants us to have a selfish mindset. A selfish mindset is the complete opposite of, of what Christ did for the church. If you think about it, right? 
Jesus loved the church. The Bible says that he gave himself for her, that he might sanctify and cleanse her with the washing of the water by the word, that he might present her to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that she should be holy and without blemish. Jesus served the church, gave his life for the church. Here's what Satan wants. Husbands, listen up. Don't serve your wife. As a matter of fact, you be domineering and make sure that she serves you. Right? Don't, don't even serve. You know, make demands of her. That's what she is. Right? She's, she's, she is your lesser. Don't serve her. Serve yourself. All right? Notice what Paul says here. Paul says, For no one ever hated his own flesh. Do you hate yourself, husband? I know you don't hate yourself. I know that you know how to eat, that you know how to shower. I Hopefully, that you know how to care for yourself. You know how to do that. Well, you keep doing that for yourself. Don't even translate that to someone else. Not even your wife. Don't love her the way Christ loved the church. Right? Make her think that you love her. Just say that you're going to do something, but never act on it. Here's another thing, husband. If you want to succeed at failing in marriage, right? by all means, don't spend time with your wife. Don't get to know her. See, God says you need to dwell with them with understanding. You need to get to know her. You need to understand her needs. You need to know her personality. What makes her tick off? What, what, what does she love? What are the things that she desires from you? Whatever those things are, don't do it. Don't spend time with her. All right? Don't go to bed together with her. And when she talks, just stay on your phone and just nod your head like you're listening. But you're not really listening. Kind of sounds like I'm speaking from experience, right? Oh, yes, absolutely. I had to learn in my marriage. And I'm still trying to learn. It never stopped. The learning never stopped. But I have to learn to choose to love my wife. To choose to provide for her, to to not her, to not let her feel like she doesn't matter to me. But we're not talking about what God wants in our marriage. We're talking about what the devil wants in our marriage, and he wants me to be selfish. All right. Hey, just just keep going fishing, Lima. Don't ever give your wife some time off, right? You take care of yourself, Lima. Let her deal with all the kids. Don't even give her any time to herself. No me time for your wife. You do that. And you will be successful at ruining your marriage. Husbands, you be selfish and Satan will be proud of you. Husbands, 
Don't get to know your wife. Don't study the Bible with her. Don't be the spiritual leader in her life. And Satan will be proud of you. These are, are only two things we touched on. But ultimately, every other facet of problems that come in our marriages stem from these two. When the wife disrespects her husband, when the wife does not submit as God has said for her to submit, there will be problems in the marriage. When the husband is selfish, he doesn't spend time with her. He doesn't get to know her. He doesn't listen to her needs. He doesn't provide for her needs. That he is focused on me, myself, and I. There will be problems in the marriage. And so long as there are selfish husbands, so long as there are disrespectful wives, Satan wins the war against our Ohana. Don't do anything that Satan wants for you to do in your marriage unless you want to destroy your marriage. Unless you want to be a disobedient child of God. Thank you so much, guys, for listening. And I hope that by highlighting these negative traits, we're able to recognize them in ourselves and be sure that Satan does not have a stronghold in our marriage. That these things are not habits that we have. But that we learn wives to be respectful to our husbands in the Lord. Husbands to love our wives as Christ loved the church. To serve her. To honor her, to get to know her and understand her. Thank you so much, guys, for listening in. To God be the glory for his wonderful wisdom in his word. Until next time, God bless you. <laughs>